What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? It's the Bad Dirty Fun Podcast. Sorry, I'm just picking a fight about Iron Maiden right now. Oh, who's what's the fight about who's, Iron Maiden? Uh, I which album was better, Somewhere in Time or Power Slave? Somewhere in Time. Somewhere in Time. Yes. <laughs> all right. We're, yeah. we are in, we're in musical agreement. <laughs> that rarely happens. No. <laughs> Any of the, what is it, the first five Maiden records that are just all fucking bangers? Uh, the first two were uh, Paul Diano, and then after that was Bruce up until... Yeah, but that one's, the one without Bruce is still good. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm saying, like, if you're talking about the first five albums, the first one's really good. Uh, the second one is Killers, and then after that, it's Bruce, and yeah, I think Killers is the best of the Paul Diano ones. But they all have, every album of the, is it, is it the first five that have like three really good songs on it? I would say the first five are extremely listenable front to back. Me and Sean did it one time, and we, next time we knew it looked, it was like 5.45 in the morning. Um, we were playing Skip Bow one-on-one. <laughs> I love Skip Bow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at it, too. I also think we had been drinking heavily. Oh, yeah. And listening to Iron Maiden while his wife slept on the couch. Um, what is, what's your favorite Maiden album? Probably somewhere in time because because it, it has wasted years on it, which is the best Iron Maiden song. Uh, true. Um, it, as I think it is. That that whole album for me is is definitely my favorite. Um, I was listening to it at work one day and I I got too pumped up to like work, so I was like I I gotta get up and run around <laughs> because I'm so energetic. Now. Every time I decide to listen to Iron Maiden, I'm just like motherfucker, this band's so good. Yeah. Uh. I totally. My favorite used to be um, uh, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. I don't know why. I just really <laughs> like that album. Like, but then like as time went on, I was like, no, no, somewhere in time's the best. Dude, I I listen to that in Power Slave the most because those are the ones I have on vinyl. Sure. So Power Slave to... is still very good. Oh yeah, I've listened to Power Slave recently. So I'm sick of people liking Iron Maiden. I am not sick of Iron Maiden. I don't think I've ever gotten sick of Iron Maiden. I don't care if anyone else likes or doesn't like. I, I, I'm sick of people saying they don't like Iron Maiden. I don't see how anyone who likes any metal at all could dislike Iron Maiden. Yeah, it's rare, but I've seen it. Or like, just like you have, if like you hate clean vocals, you know, you know who hates Iron Maiden? Tool fans. Well, yeah. They're like, oh, it's guitar. It's not drums. Oh. <laughs> Wait. When were they smoking pot? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's not weird enough. I think it. I, oh, that satanic imagery in the fucking seventies wasn't enough. I guess it was mostly eighties, but yeah. I mean, I think they started in the seventies. I think so too. But they didn't get big until, you know, Bruce joined. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now, like, we have a fencer in the band. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, look at that fucking ball of personality. <laughs> also, probably a douche. Bruce? Yeah. Uh, I bet now he's okay, but I bet back in the 80s, like the, the mid to late 80s, he was probably, insufferable. Probably really full of himself. I think he's probably really full of himself now. Yeah, but now he just seems to be like way more laid back about it you know like i think he like his outlet is just like running around on stage every night and then like flying home and then after that he's flying the band he's probably too tired to be like self-righteous you know like i appreciate when someone does whatever the fuck they want 
for their entire life. Yeah. But he just picked such shitty things. <laughs> like, cool, you fence and you fly commercial airplanes. <laughs> you ever tried heroin, bro? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't part of the 90s grudge movement. No. Thank God for heroin. <laughs> I saw those fucking bands would still be around. Sounding like Molly Crew Live. So, speaking of uh, appreciating uh, people, people euthanizing themselves, um, have you watched uh, The Tiger King? Oh, yeah. Oh, if, okay, so, yeah, what do we want to... We gonna, we're going to do our obligatory Tiger King review? Yeah. Well, I just Did you to, knock it out in one day, too? I, I knocked it out in two days. Rachel started watching it as I was playing Madden, and I went in to go see what she wanted for dinner, asking her a question about dinner. Or really was going to say, hey, I'm still here. And she was watching, like, oh, you're fucking watching this thing? I mean, do you want me to watch it in the living room? I'm like, yeah, you can watch it in here. And she's like, you want to watch it in the living room? Like, yeah, you're probably right. Fuck. And then we watched every episode. So, thoughts? Did you accuse uh, gay polygamy, uh, the aspect of that with your face bench? <laughs> Everyone on that show is a scumbag. Super scumbag. Uh, that, Carol, that bitch, Carol Baskins, uh, she she murdered her husband <laughs> and buried him in the septic tank or she fed him to the tigers. <laughs> That's my Joe Exotic impression. It's not bad. <laughs> I just started it today. <laughs> You'll get better. Oh, that bitch. The, 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 longer this, the longer this goes on, the more... Like, what a time for, for fucking... Joe Exotic to come into our lives. Right? It was like the perfect storm. It was the perfect storm of bullshit. (laughs) All right. So I watched it only because everyone else was was watching it. Full full opinion. uh, I didn't really care for it that much. Like, I'm not not super invested in it. I I wasn't going to stop watching it. No, exactly. Like, it's a car wreck. It's a a train wreck. Is it good? Is done well? Well made. Yeah. Well made. Everyone in that I fucking just, movie is a heel. I just hate every single every person. Every single person. Every, every single one. There's not a single person I identified with. The in only that entire, <laughs> the, the only person the only people that I can say that I didn't think were the scum of the earth was his campaign manager, <laughs> the dorky kid that was working at like Walmart or Best Buy or some shit. Um I'll get to that. Okay, because it changed my outlook on life. Okay, well we can, we'll make sure we get there. And like the lawyer for Carol's husband, he seemed like a pretty fun guy. He had like balloons on his tie. Uh, I, I I must have missed him. I don't remember. And I also want to know what kind of cigarettes the guy who was initially making the reality show about Joe Exotic was smoking because I don't recognize what they are. Okay, I didn't. Listener, tell me what those are. I I do not smoke cigarettes, so I did not pay attention to what he was smoking at all. Oh, yeah. Shantix. Why is that funny? (laughs) I was going to mention that before. Uh, This was supposed to probably be off air, but here we are. Yeah. um, So so just to sidewind for a second, I watched Goodfellas uh, the other night, and... But I, I'm so bored that I decided that anytime they talk about money or drugs, I'm replacing it with Chantix in my head. And so it's a comedy movie. <laughs> so, Karen, what happened to the Chantix? <laughs> but anyways, back to Joe. So now I'm just going to send you a picture of me taking my Chantix for the next 
We're Anytime we wanted Chantix, we'd rob the airport. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got like five more weeks of me sending you pictures every day. <laughs> I told my brother to miss the Chantix, <laughs> to mix the Chantix for dinner. Anyway, uh, yeah, Joe Exotic. Uh, so, what did you think about him going to jail for murder for hire? Um, for 22 years. Probably frivolous. It also, another sidebar, they mocked him for thinking he was going to get someone killed for $3,000, to which I said, <laughs> pretty sure Tim Lambesis tried to get someone killed for $2,000. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's not out of the question to for that to happen. Um, and it was supposed to be half. I feel like it was, he was so set up that. Oh yeah. It was like, it's almost like he's too stupid to, to understand what he was doing. And like, he didn't get that. It was, I don't think that he's too stupid to understand what he's doing. I think he's too busy doing other like illegal money related things (laughs) where just like he got himself into that because of how reckless he is with everything in his fucking life. Yeah. Yeah, but like that Jeff dude and like his handyman, like definitely like probably like wa- held his hand and walked him there, and then oh like, yeah, all right, there you go. Oh for sure. And now we're turning you in. <laughs> like, like there's no way that guy like like first of all the guy comes in like uh, a thief in the night and takes his zoo from him, and then he fucking frames him for fucking murder for hire. Like completely sets him up for it. Yeah. No, he's. If anyone's the baby face in the story, I guess it's Joe Exotic. But no, he's not even a baby face though. Everyone's he, a heel. He killed his fucking tigers. The guy started off being like, "Don't breed these things because their natural habitat is the wild Asia and Africa, and like it's more about conserving those lands so they can like be bred in nature so they won't be endangered. Like we shouldn't breed them here because they're just going to be held in captivity though, their entire lives, which is not their nature. So don't do that." Which is why Carol Baskin was the baby face. But she's like of she's like the Roman Reigns of the story. Like I just hate her. Yeah. She that bitch. Well, you know she's doing some scummy. Oh, she's definitely doing scummy shit. There's no way she's not. But uh like her MO was like rescuing like she wasn't breeding tigers, she was just like keeping them until they died because they were born here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So people would like surrender them, she would take them and like just let them die in her custody basically but like joe exotic was like killing them like euthanizing his tigers like yeah i shot him like at one point earlier in the story he was like i would i would shoot you before i shot any of my tigers and then like by the end of it he's like yeah i killed like several of them he's and like his handyman was like walked by and said if i knew it was that easy i'd have killed them sooner like he's so joe exotic is not a baby face here no he's a terrible human being everyone's a heel everyone is a heel um, like there's no redeeming qualities to any of them. He he had uh, two husbands, neither of which were actually gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I thought was... Uh, I think the third one was. Yeah, the third one, we finally found a gay dude. He finally found that. a gay dude. <laughs> so, it seemed like he liked him for the dick and not for the meth. It <laughs> could be. could be both. <laughs> they don't have to be mutually, mutually exclusive. But If uh, uh, Dave Batista and Jamie Noble had a child... It was the first dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Finley. <laughs> uh, I, there's a bunch of Batista memes. Like, yeah. Like, Mom, can we get Batista? We have Batista at home. <laughs> it's, 
John Finlay. Uh, but his his other husband, Travis, uh, completely altered my worldview. You know, he's riding around the park doing drugs, pointing guns at people, or all reckless and stuff. And then he's like, oh, hey, it's just a Ruger. You can't fire this thing without the clip in it. And then he offs himself right in front of a pro-gun libertarian. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm pro-gun now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I will sacrifice all those innocent people who died needlessly in these mass shootings just so I can watch some fucking idiot off himself in front of a pro-gun libertarian. (laughs) And they could all just sit there and be like, should I change? (laughs) Nah. (laughs) <laughs> this could happen again, so fuck it. Let it happen again. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not against the reckless sales of firearms anymore. I because eventually some idiot's gonna be like, hey, it's not gonna go off. See, <laughs> and then blow his brains out. Oh, I I could not stop laughing at that. It was fantastic. It was it was the pinnacle of the story for me. It the looked best like part. he like he didn't react to it for twenty seconds. He, I think he was so shocked at what he saw. Yeah, that'd be alarming. Like he, he looks like he's not a stupid person. He just looks like he's a very per- internet-based person. So he's like, he looks like he's a, he's like the smart end of stupid. Yes. Or he's like so stupid he thinks he's smart. It could be a Dunning Kruger situation there, uh, but I didn't get that impression from him. I think he uh, basically like we were saying afterwards, like. It made me feel bad for him, but the uh, he came off as the closest thing to a baby face in that yeah. whole story, and I still think of him as a heel. <laughs> He's like, oh, I ran his fucking campaign. This is my dream job. It's like, your dream job is to run a fucking libertarian campaign in Oklahoma? Like, you fucking douchebag. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know anything about, like, the libertarians. Like, Very on, little. On, on a... A national level, though, but I watched the 2016 Libertarian National Convention, and uh, I discovered the I discovered a man by the name of Daryl Perry, who okay. lives up in Keene, New Hampshire. Bad start. Is he a free keener? Do you know what that is? No. Free keen. Bunch of pep- fucking people from out of town tried to move to one town and take it over and inject their ideology of government into it. That sounds like a cult. It's very much so a cult, yes. I think there's a documentary about a bunch of people that try to do the exact same thing in uh, a town in Oregon. Pro- possibly. This was more based on doing like good deeds throughout the community to make them come off as good people. So they would like pay people's uh, meters. They would call themselves the Robin Hoods of Keene. They would pay, like, put quarters in people's meters to, to like, make the meter maids not ticket anybody. So they'd be like, oh, they're saving the city. Like, they're helping people out, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out that they're, like, trying to, like, take over the entire city. And How long has this been going on for? Years and years and years. Is this why Keen's so fucking weird and dumb? Um, I think it had something to do with why they don't do the Pumpkin Festival anymore. Do you, do you remember the Keen Pumpkin Festival? It was like I the, know of the Keen Pumpkin Festival. It was, like, the festival. biggest festival in the world. And I went there several times when I was in college. And they had to stop doing it about... Five years ago, five, six years ago, because they had, like, violent riots because of, like, the Keene State people. But, like, I'm like, that was probably fueled by the, the Free Keeners. Like, one of the Free Keeners was Chris Cantwell, the crying Nazi. The crying Nazi. He went to the, uh, the Unite the Right rally and was, uh, like, pepper spraying people and stuff and, uh, like, starting fights with people and then, like, videotaping, like, the people fighting him. 
so it would look like they were like being violent towards him. But he was the one inciting it all, so he actually like skipped town, and then they hired they had like warrants out for his arrest, so he went online and had like this crying rant about like how he didn't want to get arrested, and so he was dubbed the crying Nazi. Good, sounds accurate. So that's what Freaking is basically. They're like super alt right libertarian douchebags who are trying to take over the city. Just a new reason to never go back to Keene, New Hampshire. But like, yeah, Daryl Perry is one of those people who lives in uh, Keene, and he is batshit insane. There's a, a hilarious interview with Sam Cedar where he goes off the rails about taxes, and it's like, if I don't pay my taxes, do you think I should be arrested? And he's like, well, it's like eventually, like Sam's like this like liberal da- guy, but he's like eventually, like if like you're giving a sh- warning after warning, like then yeah, I just think you should go to jail if you don't pay your taxes. He's like, thank you, Sam. You're a terrible person. He hangs up on him, and then they're like sitting there like. What the fuck just happened? But, like, the guy goes off completely on him. And he keeps on asking him not to try to uh, centrally plan liberty. That was his thing. He's like, stop telling me to centrally plan liberty. <laughs> so, so I'm so happy. I'm like... So that's why I don't like libertarians. <laughs> long story short. Or long story long, basically. Good thing about libertarians is they're just really there to annoy you. They're not really... But yeah. again, I've said that before, I guess. It's like, yeah, we're super libertarian until an election comes up, and then they're just Republicans. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, if, if all the libertarians who said they were libertarians, if all the people who said they were libertarians voted libertarian, they wouldn't get three to four. They would get, like, 10 to 11, you know, percent in the elections. They'd have a much larger impact. But I think a lot of libertarians are just like, oh, I'm just going to vote for the Republicans. I want to win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, elections are about winning. Um. Someone we know, her brother-in-law, um, who I had to block because he was so annoying, uh, tried to say all over and over and over again that he was a libertarian, he's never been a Republican, and then he made a post one day, but it was like, I've been a registered Republican all my life, and blah, 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 and he's like, but I hate Trump. I'm just like, you fucking douchebag, like, try to be something else, I'm like, just shut the fuck up, you fucking douchebag. They sound like they love Jesus. Uh... He might be one of those people who's like, well, I don't hate the Christians for any of like the terrible things they try to do. I think it's of their rights to do it. Being one of those guys, yeah. like he's not a Christian, but he like loves like what Christians do. <laughs> all right, let's talk about something fun again. All right, so <laughs> this all happened because uh, Joe Ex- Joe Exotic's husband offed himself in front of a libertarian, and I was just like, ugh. Thank fucking God something like this happened. Because <laughs> I was like, I was getting really bored with it at that point with the running for office and stuff. I'm just like, you're just another one of these kooks who thinks he's got a name and could do something with it. You're just looking for an angle to make a buck. Yeah. He thought he was going to win. He thought he was going to win, for sure. And, and he was like heartbroken that he didn't. And he actually got like too many votes. I'm sure he, he got a, a fair amount. In Oklahoma. All those yeah. people are fucking idiots, so they're poor, and they'll never be anything else. I don't know anything that much about <laughs> Oklahoma, other than that's where Blake Griffin played basketball. I'm just, I'm just healing it up on <laughs> I, don't think I, Oklahoma, I, actually, I don't think Oklahoma's going to find out. I actually know a girl from Oklahoma, and she's very nice. And she's not like the cultist people that are there. She's like, the evangelicals are a cult. Flat out. They're all the oh, same. Yeah. Like, uh... I've been watching a lot of tornado stuff on YouTube. 
tornado videos. Yeah. Just, I don't know, I've been bored, so I'm just like, eh, let's, let's look at some big waves. Let's look at some lions attacking people. <laughs> I, I never really went outside to enjoy nature anyways, but now that I can't, I'm going to watch videos of it. Yeah, like... Uh, I'm going to go on an internet hike. Well, I mean, like, it's all nature that I can't experience here. Internet safari. Like, there's nothing, like, good outside. There's, like, coyotes, but that's about it. Um, so, yeah, like, then fuck those guys. Yeah, coyotes, I could probably take a coyote on one-on-one. I could fight a coyote. Yeah, I could probably do it. Um, like, there's Horn Pond Mountain, like, a couple miles that way that it can walk up. But I'm sure there's, like... 400 people doing it because no one's supposed to do it, so everyone's outside. Dude, you should have seen fucking Revere Beach on Saturday. Mobbed? So many fucking people. Like, uh, you should walk somewhere else. They stopped allowing uh, takeout places on the beach because people were just hanging out outside of the fucking restaurants at the beach. Good idea. Everyone's so fucking dumb. Like, all right, so I've gone to, like, Market Basket and, like, Walmart and Target and stuff, but there's like nobody there. Yeah. So I'm just the like, lines look long because everyone's fucking keeping distance. No, the lines are long because there's only so many cashiers that they have on when uh, I'm going. Every time I've gone to Market Basket, every cashier's been open. Uh, I just hey, go, I think we should go to the twenty items or less. I tell you how because... much I spent at Market Basket last time. Well, two times ago that I went there. Yeah, you 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 let me have it. Okay. A lot more like. Ten times more than I spend. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I bought two weeks worth of foods. Yeah, I like I didn't do like I just bought like a week's worth, and for me that's like a couple cans to make chili. Couple cans of soup and a campfire. No, it's like it's like literally cans of beans. Yeah, uh, tomatoes, chili peppers, and I got like three frozen pizzas and oh yeah, some like, deli meats. If if this was John alone in a in a yeah, pandemic situation, the grocery shopping would be different than John sharing a dinner with someone who he doesn't want to completely... With listener. With listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John with listener uh, dinner preparation is much different than John Sands listener dinner preparation on a nightly basis. Like, I would eat, like, pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm I'm more of a uh, chicken fingers, the good kind, eight bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we bought the the value bag of the corn veggie nuggets. Hey, Ricky, uh, what happened to my pepperoni? Oh no, <laughs> I didn't take it. Oh, I should have got cans of ravioli. I I, I would not have had any ravioli or anything like that. Uh, we have uh, cheese thi- ravioli in the freezer. We actually haven't touched. One thing I have rediscovered that I haven't really had in a long time, but. Since this whole thing started, I figured it'd be good to have a couple jars of it. Peanut butter and jelly. They're great. Uh, I've been doing peanut butter and bread sandwiches. Yeah, even just peanut butter is fine, but I, I get the, I got strawberry and grape jellies, and I'm just like, this is fucking, I oh, could, I could, standing. I could be a peanut butter out of the jar with a spoon guy. I was. <laughs> I, I, I did that. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Not yesterday, because uh, I went through like an entire jar in like four days. Yeah, it's great. Peanut butter is one of the best foods on the planet. It was only because, like, for like sandwiches, I prefer creamy. But for like anything else, I'll get like a crunchy, and they only had crunchy there. So I was just like, eh, I'll just eat it like out of the jar. I used to do when I was doing the ketos. I would just ball it up and put it on a 
put it on a piece of tin foil and then put it in the freezer. And when you're looking for a little snack or a treat, you just grab one of the peanut butter balls, throw it in your mouth. There's that. Um, it tastes more candy-like if you add powdered sugar to it. I believe that. Like it, that's how like you make it in like Reese's cups and uh, Reese's pieces and stuff. It's like you add peanut uh, powdered sugar to the peanut butter, mix it up, and it tastes really good. You know what I've been watching, other than you know Tiger King. Reno nine one one. Oh, it's a great show. It is a great show. Are you are you new boot are you new boot goofing? That's, I think that's the last episode we watched, <laughs> or we definitely watched that one yesterday. Uh so many good episodes of that show. Like, oh yeah, I do have silly cowboy boots. <laughs> Maybe I can old boot goof one of these days. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Dangle. No, in real life. Tom Lennon. Tom Lennon. That's what it is. I was like, it's not John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's dead. And also kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't know him. I didn't know him either, but what I know about him is that John Lennon was a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> John Lennon was a piece of shit? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's the original one. That's okay. I'm, I'm trying to find my angle as how as I can enjoy things that bad people have done. Everyone, I love the Beatles. Everyone loves the Beatles. John Lennon was a piece of shit. Yeah. Chuck Berry was a piece of shit. James Brown was a piece of shit. Oh, for sure. Hulk but, Hogan but was a piece of shit. Hulk Hogan is a piece of shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, no, no. Terry Bollea is a piece of shit. Hulk Hogan's a good guy. That's Hulk true. Hogan <laughs> is a great guy. He was the right gay guy at the right gay time. No, 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 no. Say it again, and I, I want you to be perfectly clear. He was the right gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm the right gay guy. <laughs> Fantastic promo. I love how Vince is standing there going, oh. You dig your own grave, pal. <laughs> I gotta put this guy over at Mania. I wish, I wish like someone could just send me a zip file of everything Hogan did from the 2000s Hulkamania run. I just want that. I just want. Do you want this include WCW? Because I, I don't think you should exclude no. Hogan's WCW uh, Hogan. I, I do not need to see Kidman versus Hogan. Oh, but this will have like the Yappa Pie Indian Strap Match. No. With Ric Flair. No. In F-U-N-B, Hogan. Fun-B, Hogan. N-M-E? No, he uh, he used to, when the New Blood angle was going on, he came out with like black jeans and a black vest. And on the black vest, it had F-U-N-B. Oh, N-B. Yeah. Oh, I know what that means. Yeah, fuck you, New Blood. But I used to call him Fun-B. He's fun Belaya. <laughs> fun Belaya. <laughs> Uh, shouldn't be discounted because it's fucking awful. It's yeah. so bad. I don't want awful. I want like good, but kind of bad. <laughs> I'm talking about WCW as a whole at that point. I had to stop. I went on a deep dive on Thunders in like 99, 2000, and I had to like stop because it, it just got too bad to watch. I have the same feelings about because I would watch those Thunders too. Sometimes, like watching those Thunders. Like as the same way I would watch like SmackDowns in two thousand seven. <laughs> it's like, oh god, yeah, what's going on here? 
Really? Rick Steiner again? Rick Steiner was like a borderline Thunderman eventer. Um, well, their their undercard went from like Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Saturn, Mwanko, Shane Douglas, uh, Vampiro, Lance Storm, like all those. Oh, well, not Lance Storm yet, but like all those like good people to being like Prince Ikea, Chris Candido for the cruiserweight title, uh, Mike Sanders, and like power plant guys. Mm. It's Ugh. it's bad. It gets really bad really fast. Like the NWOs, like around for a little while, and then they're just not. Like they're the they're, they're all over the show one week, and then they're just vanished without a trace. Yeah, you gotta make them go away to make people care when they come back. When it's Jeff Jarrett, Bret Hart, and well, that's what I mean. Like they were around until like January, and then Jarrett like turned on everybody, and then it was gone. Then Hall got injured in February, so it was just Jarrett, Nash, and Steiner left. And then that's when Russo and Bischoff took over. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm just like, uh, this is too shitty to watch. Can't maybe, and then Bischoff made the scissors joke. What's what's the matter, Stid? Didn't bring your scissors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sid is awesome, by the way. I love Sid. Yeah. I, I don't care that he's a bad wrestler. I don't remember him being particularly bad at wrestling. Yeah, he's just a big he's muscle guy. You know, can't he's... throw a boot from the middle rope. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be doing that. Uh, he's but he's not like the greatest wrestler in the world. But like, you know what I mean? Like he's fine. I when I was a, a boy, I think he was the first heel I really liked. Um, when I was a boy, I was terrified of him because he like destroyed the barbershop and he had like the foam all over his face or the powder, and he just looked insane. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, never, I'll never have that image from my mind. Like I forgot about terrified that. Terrified of Sid Justice screaming at Hogan at the barbershop. I just found out from the uh from a podcast that they changed the psycho on Psycho Sid to an S in case the movie wanted to sue them. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I thought it was just like the '90s and everything. Was I thought it was just the '90s, and it was like, "Well, his name's Sid. It starts with an S." They were changing his name to Pid, or we're changing the P in Psycho to S. <laughs> Pid. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Pid. <laughs> um, but while we're on the topic of wrestling, have uh, have you watched any wrestling at all lately? Um, I'm one week behind on dynamite but i saw i watched the first empty arena good show right i loved it um, was the second i watched dark from the second one because uh sugar dunking dunkerton was on dark um not the biggest that the the second one wasn't as good but it was still fine um because they couldn't have people around the ring i really liked the, the first week they had people around the ring like you know, MJF, like, yelling shit. MJF was, the, in that episode of, and maybe he wasn't the star, but he was a he was a, a shining light. He, he brightened everything up. Yeah. Um, he, well, Let's he go walked, bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, he was, walked into the shining light. He, he walked through, brother, and came out of the shining That's light. That's what he said, god damn it. I couldn't, I couldn't. I walked it. out of the door, Bill walked, opened the door. And brother, he came out of a shining light. 
they wanted us to go 30 and we couldn't get 15 at a house show. It was going to have to main event. It was going to have to go 20. It's hard to get 12 at a house show. <laughs> Thank you. God, God bless your insanity for remembering exactly how these references I've are. never been more threatened than in that era. <laughs> I said this is history. This ain't black. It's history. <laughs> I Fuck, I want to watch those. <laughs> They're all dead now <laughs> in, that, in those shows. Except for JR. Uh, JR and Taz. Kevin Nash. Yeah, and Kevin Nash and DDP. Oh, the, D- the ones DDP is on are fucking, because all they do is make fun of DDP for Rodman and Malone. <laughs> the whole time, or Arquette too. And he's like, Rod- uh, Malone was so into it, bro. And David Arquette gave all his money to Pillman's wife. <laughs> and everyone's just like, eh. But it still sucked. <laughs> like, fuck you. And, I mean, the Pat Pattersons is still there too. So, I because like Pat Patterson's lost his mind now, right? Yes, that's what I've heard. I want unfiltered. Someone needs to just give Pat Patterson a microphone for an hour every week and just give me a Pat Patterson with no script podcast. I will listen to it every fucking week. It'll be insane. Just call it my way. Just call it banana. (laughs) Just have them do comment, uh, sing karaoke on it every week. That could be an episode. (laughs) Um, I feel like I want more Pat Patterson in my life, like current day Pat Patterson. All right. Like I want old. I'm I'm sure he's interested. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I want it differently than that. (laughs) You don't want it that way? No. Uh, that's too bad. He's not my fire nor my <laughs> desire. <laughs> uh, but back to dynamite. Yeah, that that first one was really good. The second one not as good. They still tried to like have people make noise with like the people in the trailer and stuff. Yeah, it just wasn't as good. But like a for effort at least. You got to do something. And uh, but I will say this: the Omega versus Sammy Guevara match they had on this past week's episode of Dynamite. A plus, just so good. Um, people were, like messaging me during it. I was like ignoring everything. I was like, I'm watching this fucking match because it's so good. I um, yeah, I haven't even read a spoiler about it yet. I forgot that I can if I'm home on Wednesday, which I have been because we haven't been practicing because the practice space in Worcester is a cesspool and the other one in Austin's fucking closed. So. I'm home on Wednesdays. I should be watching it live. I can steal it live easier than I can stealing it after the fact. Yeah, there's a, a place that does it live. Yeah. It's a site. Yeah. The, um, there's also a site that has the old ones, but my computer is no bueno. I actually could watch it on the iPad. I should just watch it on the fucking iPad. Uh, either way. But yeah, I'm going to watch that. Are we? Uh, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready for the fucking dumbest wrestlemania ever i'm ready for oh so i was gonna ask you about this if you want to do predictions yeah i definitely want to do predictions okay. i also need you to tell me the card i don't know the card <laughs> yeah <coughs> um i'm not watching wrestling intentionally because i want to go into this wrestlemania just like be brilliant on your own um this has a chance to be brilliant you know that right 
it could be way better. I, I have a feeling it's just going to be meh. Um, it, could, it has a chance to be way better than I think it's going to be. It also has a chance to be really shitty. Yeah. So I don't think that Vince I, McMahon has meh in him. There's been a lot of men WWE over the years. I think that, but for this situation, I think if it was going to be meh, he wouldn't do it. I think he might have, he might be trying to bite off more than he can chew with something and it might come off fucking terrible. Either that or it's going to be brilliant. Um, Bold move making it longer. Yeah, because that's what people have been complaining about is not enough wrestling in the goddamn week. Um, I'm going to try to bring up the card right now. But does anyone know what the card is? People didn't even wrestle. People well, went home sick. The the the, uh, the card got all turned turned upside down and shit. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying to bring it up. Wait, now. didn't they try to clear Roman Reigns? Well, he he's more of like a his immune system is uh, compromised. Yes. Yeah. So and they still tried to clear him. I'm sure they wanted that to happen. Uh, I, I think that's car- oh, me and Kitty were talking about this. It's fucking karma that WWE like took all that steam off of Wyatt and to have Lesnar versus Reigns, and now it's not or uh, Goldberg. Goldberg versus Reigns, and now it's not even happening. I'm just like, ah, oh, that's such fuck instant karma, just turning around on them. Um. So that yeah, since uh, Reigns is out, do you know who they replaced him with? Strowman, right? Yes. Um, Andrade was supposed to be for the going for the Raw Tag Titles, replaced with Austin Theory. Who's like a NXT jobber, right? Yes. Um, Dana Brooke is out, and so the match, the women's SmackDown match is a five-way. Miz is out. He showed up with like a cold. You fucking idiot. Was, it, was Dana Brooke in a title match? Yeah, she was in the SmackDown women's title match. It was supposed to be a six-way. Okay. Oh, so I uh, I will. All right, Dana I, Brooke is nothing if she's not over. If the crowd isn't there to get I behind actually, her, I actually like Dana Brooke. I like Dana Brooke too, but I like a lot of it is that the crowd almost sarcastically started getting behind her. Yeah, but I think that was after like people found out that she was like doing like a bunch of like ring setup shit. She was like showing up to set up the ring and like yeah, help out like the crew and stuff. Oh, I'm a Dana Brooke fan. Like, yeah, but I, I like I liked I, her before that. I liked the I like the pop really pops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, you give me the card. We'll predict. All right, so start it, from a spot where you feel like starting. It's it's a long card. Um, yeah. So match number one, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. They're actually doing that. They're actually doing that. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Ziggler wins. Is it opening? Yeah. Well, that's the lowest match. Oh, yeah. I match. guess you don't know it's going to open. Uh, it's the lowest match listed. Um, Ziggler wins. I don't see any way. Like, Otis v- wins. Vince McMahon does not have the the guy who looks like me beat the guy who looks like Dolph Ziggler for the girl. You also got to remember, he has everybody beat Dolph Ziggler for that's true. everything. That's true. But I feel like this is like a bridge too far. <laughs> it might be... <laughs> You know, uh, if 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 Otis loses, we've gone too far. But until then, I'm going with Dolph Ziggler loses at WrestleMania. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> um, the finally, this match is happening. The heated rivalry has cut, come to a head. Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. 
<laughs> Did not know they were feuding. Um, black versus black. Black, <laughs> black on black. Black metal versus Black Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Alistair Black. I don't think they care about Lashley. I don't think they do either. I think they're just like, eh, we'll just job you out because you left us when we we're gonna make you something. You jobbed us out because you left and we're good, came back, and oh yeah, you suck again. Yeah. Maybe it's not Bobby Lashley. Maybe it's them. It's them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this match is happening. Elias versus Baron Corbin. Why? Yeah. Um, but Cor- Corbin wins because he's been jobbing to Roman Reigns for the past six months. Needs Corbin some, needs some, some heat back. Elias hasn't been on TV. What? What's? Is Elias gonna sing a song with no one in the crowd to piss off? He's been showing up on SmackDowns and doing that. I guess. Oh really? I didn't watch it, but I guess he was like singing a song to Corbin and got a match out of it. Okay. So, uh, uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. This has p- steel sh- uh, show stealing potential. That bar is not very high, but this yeah, could, it'll this, be good. This could be the Michaels Jericho of this show. Like I'm not saying that there aren't matches I want. I don't want to see here. I'm just saying this match has the potential. Like sort of like CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio. It has the potential to steal the show. You got to think that they have. Seth Rollins win that, right? Uh, this one's hard to p- predict, actually. It is, is kind of hard to predict. Because d- Kevin Owens does kind of run run around like he's their Steve Austin right now. He in It's KO Mania. Although I don't think they're doing it this year because it's not really a mania. <laughs> it's a mania. There's not much mania to this mania. Um, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, Rollins, I think. Yeah, let's go. Uh, he's their WrestleMania boy. He's their new Mr. WrestleMania, I think. I think so, too. They, um, if someone was making bumper stickers that said, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, no, they have a t-shirt that says that. Do they? They, re- they released a t-shirt, yeah. Um, which is too bad. That's, Tampa Bay Stadium's fucking cool. They have the ship. I would definitely leave here to go there. <laughs> if I was a queer if you love making out with your son, then you're going to love the Tampa Bay Stadium. Uh, it's it's the place. It's the destination. The premier destination for sun kissers. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of orange soda? <laughs> <laughs> if I ever get the chance to ask Tom Brady one question, that is going to be it. <laughs> Hey, you really got it. If he says crush, like who you're on your son? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's not Sunkiss? Fanta? And then I'd take a powder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Taking a powder is the only way to respond after you do that. <laughs> I'm just going to start taking powders in real life. Like, I'll tell you about a powder I took earlier today. Okay. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Um, Firefly Funhouse match. John Cena versus uh, the friend Bray Wyatt. It's probably going to be great. Uh, Here's my theory on this. In a desperate time, Bray Wyatt has been speaking to his friend Matt Hardy about ways to make this interesting. It might not be great. But it's all Vince's shit, so Vince is going to be like, I don't like it. Bad cow. Yeah, but John (laughs) Cena could also say, I'm not doing that. That's true. And ruin his WrestleMania. 
That's very true. John Cena wrestling theory is a big deal. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been around for a while. It's probably going to be pretty good. I'm, I, I mean, I'm saying that with a grain of salt. Every single match on this could be terrible because of what it is. I mean, I think, uh, I think they're going to probably put Bray over on this. I think so, too. So uh, They have to. Yeah, they, they took his steam off him. They got to give it back somehow. Either that's another squash match. Bring him back to squash and well, people. I, th- I, th- I think it's supposed to take place in the Firefly Funhouse, so I don't think it'll be a squash. I, I don't think. It'll, yeah, it's true. I think it'll be a lot of gimmicky stuff going on. Not much of a wrestling match. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of people throwing people through stuff. I hope John Cena sees the Ultimate Warrior in a fun mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Bischoff is there. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? Um, this match actually has potential too. The boneyard match between the Undertaker and AJ Styles. They finally give the Undertaker someone that like can work. Yeah, at WrestleMania. Um, here's the thing about this: I watched. Uh, I had Raw going on on my phone while I was playing Halo Five last night, and uh, the Undertaker is Biker Taker again. Yeah, Bry actually said. Actually, I've like looked at Bry's texts. And then not responded to them like three times in a row now. <laughs> I try to keep yours to one and then make sure I respond to the next one. Okay. I don't ever really do it to Bri. Like, Bri doesn't text me one-on-one enough. I'm going to text him as soon as this podcast is done. Right. It's bad. But yeah, you see, he said, we said, whatever it would be, the way I took it was it was Biker Taker. Like, Full-on Biker Taker. Sick. Um, I don't know if the, he'll have the music, but he was like, you want to go, boy? Try me. I'll make you famous. <laughs> he said that. Um, he talked about being married to Michelle McCool and sort of like took all, they took all the mystique away. He's like, but if we're getting real, Alan Jones. <laughs> and then he's like calling him by his full, uh, full name and stuff. I hope he brings Dallas Page back. I hope he's just a, a fucking company whore. Well, I think DDP's AW. That's why I said he's a company whore. Oh, they <laughs> just go into wherever we'll have him. So he gets to put it where his DDP yoga shirt on yeah. TV. And he brings Jake Roberts, too. <laughs> that would suck, because I, I, we'll talk about Jake Roberts after this, I guess. Okay. For five seconds. Uh, Taker wins. Yeah. Uh, nothing. Taker wins. Uh, Gallows and Anderson interfere. Well, uh, Taker said to bring him hope that he hopes they show up because Undertaker's bringing the Unholy Trilogy, uh, uh, Trinity. So he's bringing Kane in the big show wearing his snakeskin boots. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's what it is. <laughs> I actually put that sample of that promo in a three-headed monster song. <laughs> really? It's called Tombstones and Heartbreaks. <laughs> But anyways, uh, Edge versus Randy Orton, last man standing. Um, this one gets my vote as the one that'll actually say, my eyes, my eyes, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> What's Edge's first name? Adam. Adam. Oh, yeah, it doesn't work as well. Randy, my eyes. <laughs> Yo. Um, probably Edge. I don't know. Once the crowds went away, this angle really lost steam. 
Yeah, and it was it was good too, wasn't it? Yeah, like uh, those those promos were good. It was all about like getting the crowd involved because everyone's cheering for Edge and nobody's cheering for. It's the only match where it's like everyone's on one side. I think. Also, in a true beautiful wrestling moment, Matt Hardy was injured on TV and parlayed it into his next job. Yes. Well, he, it was part of his angle, too. Yeah. <laughs> he talks about how he healed himself. Um, women's tag team titles match. Uh, I don't know if this is happening. Asuka and Kairi Sane versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Blitz. Sounds like an awful lot of traveling. Um, I, well, I, I've heard that Asuka is off WrestleMania, so I don't know if they're going to have Kairi Sane versus Alexa Bliss or Nikki Cross one on one. Or what's gonna, or if they get a replacement, I don't know. Anyway, either way, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss win because they part of watching this is finding out what the matches are. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they, uh, they give a shit about Asuka and Kyrie Sane anymore, so they're just gonna take the belts off them. I think. Um, ladder match for the SmackDown tag team titles. One of the Usos. It just says it doesn't say Jay or Jimmy. It just says one of the Usos versus John Morrison. So it's a singles match for the tag titles. Oh, so they're going to do twin magic, and that's how they're going to win. But they're baby faces, and they so? have different haircuts. Oh, they're right. They do have different haircuts now. Yeah. I forgot about that. Because one of them got, had to go and sit in front of a, a judge, so he lopped his hair off to look more respectable. <laughs> you know what that makes him? A hair coward. <laughs> He's a hair coward. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about it too because I was hammered when we were talking about it and then Dan mentioned to me one day <laughs> and I was like oh yeah <laughs> I would have never ever thought of that ever again until unless you had just said that uh, John Morrison not a hair coward no um, so it's a ladder match a ladder match for the the tag title. What a weird ladder match, but it's probably going to be awesome. It's John Morrison. So. It's John Morrison, and it's one of the Usos. <laughs> Don't know which one. <laughs> uh, Either Hair Coward or Hair Man. Well, they're both Hair Cowards. One of them is just a little bit longer than the other. Oh, so they could twin magic. Maybe eh, it's, it's different. Maybe they got another haircut. They could get matching haircuts. Um, but I still say John Morrison. I, don't th- I, don't th- I think they're sick of the Usos, too. I think they're sick of the New Day, and they're sick of the Usos. I don't know. Those New Day boys sell a lot of t-shirts. Yeah, but they're, it, they're just John Cena at this point. No. They're not. They're, they're mad because they ruined their WrestleMania last year. Not really. They made their WrestleMania last yeah. year. Yeah. If no, that no, no, no. last year's WrestleMania, then that card would have fucking... Blow. They made our WrestleMania. They ruined his WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, one of them is going to win at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. First the short guy and now the... The ethnic. The... What do you mean? I put a Chinaman in the match last year. <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying it as Vince. It's, yeah, it's not me saying it. Yeah, he's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> I mean, speaking of which, he's not even on. Like this card is fucking stupid long, and he's not even on it. 
So that should give you an idea of where you stand. I don't even know what to believe, like, if they could even get over here or, like, if, I don't know. They, they live here. They live here, but maybe not here, because we're not in Tampa or fucking Orlando or wherever the fuck Full Sail is. Well, I, mean, I don't, I... They get an idiot governor who just doesn't care. He was actually probably going to be in the, he's probably going to be in the Battle Royal, huh? I don't think they're having the battle royal. Oh, they're not. Because they, they can't. Yeah. They literally can't. Yeah. Well, they can, but. They won't. Uh, but yeah, um, intercontinental title match, Daniel Bryan, Hair Coward. Hair uh, Coward. Against Sami Zayn, who is the champion. Which is funny that he went from not wrestling at all to the intercontinental champion, and it makes sense somehow. Um, I wish, I hope after this, I hope Daniel Bryan wins. And then after this, we get Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Because that should be the match. Nakamura should have never lost it to Strowman. And they, never, they shouldn't have put it on Sami Zayn. Because I think the story is Nakamura has a super long title reign from like July to WrestleMania. Loses it to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan loses it like as soon as possible to Sami Zayn in a cheap way. That would have been a much better He story. gets his Honky Tonk Man reign? Yeah. Um, Honky Tonk Man beats Ricky Steamboat? I think it would have been more along the lines of like Warrior beats uh, Honky Tonk Man and then immediately loses to Rick Rude. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think. Will Daniel, Drew Gulak be there? He's in his corner, yeah. I keep seeing Daniel Bryan post like videos of him and Drew Gulak doing lunges. Yeah, they're, they're a, they're a full fledged team. Drew Gulak beat Shinsuke Nakamura for this match to be able to happen. I didn't watch it, but I heard about it's probably, it. Probably was it. I imagine it was good. I imagine it was good, but I didn't, I haven't been watching. I haven't either. So much. So. I do like, like a Drew Gulak. I watched like a little bit the other night because I was playing Halo Five, and then I shut it off because I wanted to keep playing the game. Um, Raw tag title match: Angel Garza and Austin Theory versus the Street Profits. <laughs> Don't care. I don't care about any of these people. Fucking demolition win, might win this match. Street Profits win. This prediction is hard to keep on the rails. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm more just curious what the matches are at this point. Like, so, who knows? Uh, Fatal Five-Way elimination match for the SmackDown title. They have five people going. Uh, Lacey Evans, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Tamina, and Bailey. Tamina. I think uh, Sasha or Bailey win. Or maybe they put it put it on Lacey Evans. I don't think Naomi or Tamina have a chance. I don't think they do either. Um, yeah. So I'll say I'll say Bailey retains. I'll say Lacey Evans. All right. The Raw Women's Title Match: Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. Shayna Baszler. I think they've been building up Becky a lot lately. I think she's going to keep it to keep that long reign going. And then maybe drop it to Shayna soon, but I don't know. Maybe Shayna, maybe. Ugh. This one's kind of hard to predict, but I'm going Becky. I'm going Shayna just because I feel like they don't like the MMA people losing that often. Yeah. They might be going NXT strong, like they, like again, like beating up on the main roster people, which leads into the NXT women's title match Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Imagine this being your first WrestleMania. You get a big headlining type of match, and it's in front of nobody. 
I mean, you'll go down in history. I'm like, I am like, I'm curious to it and not like a, uh, what's the, it's a schadenfreude kind of way. Is that accurate use of that? I'm not entirely sure. I think schadenfreude is more, uh. Like you wish for bad things to happen for your own enjoyment? I, I think that's more of like masochism. Like I'm not like well, I'm not interested in this solely because I think it's going to be really terrible and it's going it would be funny to watch WrestleMania just like have to do that because I do kind of resent WWE right now in some way where like I want their biggest show to be embarrassing. I'm more curious like like okay, you're in a weird spot. Give me something brilliant. This, I almost expect a lot of this. Out of has this has potential to be brilliant too, because the last two times that like they've been put in weird spots with the meningitis, and then they had something else with the travel, so they brought in the, like the NXT people. But the past two times that that's happened, those those shows have been like w- memorable. Was it a Survivor Series card? There was the where they got sick. Sur- I think it was Survivor Series right around that time, yeah. And then it was because that's when you got that was um. AJ and Finn, right? And it was yes. Daniel and Brock? Um, yes. No, no, no. Um, AJ versus Finn Balor. This was the year before. AJ versus Finn Balor happened because Bray Wyatt. Because Bray Wyatt got Finn sick. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Uh, and then Kurt Angle came to team. With, with the Shield. shield. Um, I don't know if that was the uh, Daniel Bryan Lesnar year or not. Or the AJ Lesnar? No, no, that was the year after the AJ. So it might have been the AJ Lesnar year, yeah. Or it might have been the year after. I forget. Either way. <laughs> well, if it was on the pay-per-view or not, that Daniel that, Bryan-Brock Lesnar match was like the best match that happened all year. It was fantastic because it, was, it, it finally told like the story of like a heel, smaller dude, like making a comeback. You know what I mean? Like Daniel Bryan was not a babyface in that match. He just no. turned. He turned the crowd pro Daniel Bryan because he worked. He got beat up so bad that like the crowd was rooting for him. But by the end of it, he was just like, "Yeah, I knew I was going to lose because I wanted Lesnar to beat the weakness out of me." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he oh, obviously can't be heel for long runs at a time. No, he's but he god damn it, when he does it, he's so good at it. His heel run was great. That weed belt. Yeah. <laughs> What a what a perfect wrestler. <laughs> well, uh, you go in Charlotte or Rhea. Charlotte Rhea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm going to be doing while this match goes on, probably. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, God, do you, does Charlotte have the NXT title? No, yeah, she, she does. She's going after it. Yeah, yeah. No, like, would she win it? She would win it. I think Rhea Ripley is winning. I th- Sh- Charlotte wins if Shayna wins. So. Yeah, I, th- I think Rhea wins if Shayna wins. Well, do you, they put some real star power on Wednesdays to go against those, uh, to go against Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> to go against Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville WCW. Um, Universal title match, Strowman versus Goldberg. Strowman. I actually texted uh, our... Uh, chat with Corey's and Brian and Steve and uh, I caught Lucas at a bad moment I guess because I said uh, he was asking for no spoilers and anything so I said Goldberg won two spears jackhammer 
after we found out that it was Strowman replacing him. And he goes, let me do you a favor. And then he quit the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, I think they're still saving. Have spoilers leaked at all? No. I guess it's easy. Like... It, was, it was a closed set, so I don't yeah. think anyone was there to spill their guts about it. Um, Goldberg. Nope. Because Rain, I, I know this is supposed to be short term, but I think they want Goldberg Reigns. So I think they're just kicking that can down the road. How far are they going to kick that can down the road? They're going to have Goldberg stick around for another eight months? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think they might get Goldberg to work one more match with Reigns after this. They would ha- if they're going to do that, they're going to have to have something else happen. But you got to go about it a different way. I no, I don't know if they put Strowman over because they've been kind of tepid on Strowman lately. No, they they. Fucking blew their chance three years ago. They sure did. That's what he, I mean. He should have been winning the title. He should have beat Lesnar for it. He should have beat Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania instead of winning tag titles with Little Nicky. Um, he should have beat Lesnar for the title like half a year before that, at like SummerSlam when it. They did a, a four way match. It that four way like, match where they were teasing that Les that Strowman was going to win it. Because I think the month before that they did, it was Great Balls of Fire. It was Joe versus Lesnar. Yes. And then they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. we're building up the F5. No one can kick out of the F5 until Roman Reigns does it five times at WrestleMania. Um, they, they did that. So I think... That was also the same match where Strowman put him through all three commentary tables. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think they're, they're not high on Strowman. So Why, know. though? I don't know. He's like, perfect. For them, you'd think so, but for some reason they just don't. Like, like are his matches bad that I don't know about? Uh, I know his match with Nakamura when he won the IC title was fine. It just it wasn't great, but it was fine. Like he just seems like he has surprise good matches with people. Like that Big Show match he had, that main <laughs> event of Raw. Well, they were working house shows for like months and months and months before that. So, so that's why it was that. amazing. So that's why it uh, was the best Big Show match I think I've ever seen. Could be, yeah. I don't know that match where he stepped through the table against Cody. <laughs> <laughs> was that Mania? That was Mania. Okay, he, that's how, he lost the Intercontinental Title. No, no, he beat Cody for the Intercontinental Title at Mania, and then he lost the next month by stepping through a table in a tables match. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, you, lost to, you lost to a guy who got a throat tattoo or a neck tattoo, I guess. Douchey. Uh, WWE title match McIntyre versus Lesnar. You still got to do McIntyre, right? I mean, how do you build up McIntyre this whole time just to make him lose to Lesnar? How many times is Lesnar just going to job to someone at WrestleMania to say he's the next guy? Um, or not job to him. Well, he wouldn't job he to him. He beat Reigns twice. He did beat Reigns twice. Well, technically, he... technically, Reigns didn't. He didn't lose to Lesnar the first time, but he beat him that time when they were, when they were building up Les, uh, Reigns the whole year to kick out of the F5 and beat Lesnar, and Lesnar won anyway. And the crowd was just like, "What the fuck?" And then they let him bleed. <laughs> they let him bleed, and he still the match still didn't get over. Yeah. So that's when you knew just it wasn't going to work. That's weird. He got leukemia right after that. <laughs> I see you're part of the uh, Dimmick Brigade of um, thinking it's a work. 
I don't think the leukemia is a work. I think it's the not. I think he'd been working with some form of leukemia for a while. All right. Um, yeah, I think McIntyre wins, and he's just he's Seth Rollins with a uh, the the Mario mushroom. Sort of, yeah, sort of like how Jack Swagger was Chris Jericho with the Mario mushroom. I think it's much more of the same. Like he's just like the bigger version of that guy from last year. So he wins, loses it to some chicken shit heel in a couple months, and then he's down the card. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? I don't fucking know. I just feel like WWE is just kind of so meh, and I just don't give a shit about any of it at this point. But I'm going to watch this whole fucking thing. It's two days, so thank you for splitting it up over two days. Yeah. That makes it a lot easier, because... Past couple years watching Mania, I've pieced out like halfway through the show. Been like, I'm done. Can't watch this anymore. Uh, 32, I did not see the main event. I just got up and left. I was like, fuck this. Which one was that? Reigns Triple H. Oh, I was preparing my bed. That one was terrible. The best moment of that entire... Well, there's two, two things I remember from that. There was the curb stomp RKO... And there was the and Zack Ryder winning the IC title. The curb stomp RKO was thirty one. Was it thirty two? Was uh, was that Orton Jericho, Jericho? Jericho AJ. Jericho AJ. Then how did? Was there a weird finish to that match? Uh, I think Jericho just won. Yeah, I don't remember. Who fucking cares? Um, the latter match was sweet. Um. What else did 32 have? 32 had, had the, the three-way women's match that was yes, good. Yes, yeah, that was the dawn of the, the women's title. Uh, the Rock showed up and beat Rowan in five seconds. That's true. Uh, what else happened? There are two squash matches on that show, I think. Oh, yeah, Undertaker-Cena. Undertaker-Cena was last year? No. Well, it was at 34. Yeah, it was 34. Never mind. Yeah, it's all kind of blurring together to me now. 32. Undertaker Shane. That's what it was. You're right. It was It was the return of Shane McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> to much fanfare. Uh, why is Shane facing Undertaker? Like, now nah, he's pretty fucking all over to me. <laughs> I'm, am I the, do you get upset when Shane McMahon's put in those spots? Uh, I got sick of it. It was too much Shane. I get, I see getting sick of it because they did too much of it. But, but like Shane, when he, Shane when versus he, AJ at uh, WrestleMania was fucking awesome. Yeah, Shane's matches tend to be good. Yes, um, I he was putting some matches that I didn't care for. Like, like so that 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 Taker match that was fine. That was awesome. Okay. Um, I would say the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Shane and Daniel Bryan. Uh, didn't he didn't need to be involved in that? I think that could have just been straight up uh, Daniel Bryan, Shane and Daniel Bryan's corner, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' corner, straight up one on one match. But they, the way they did it was they attacked Daniel Bryan before the match. It doesn't look like he can wrestle the match, so Shane does it, and then Daniel Bryan makes a miraculous recovery and comes back, and they win. Yeah, I, I see why they would have Shane for that match, too. They kind of queefed the pop, too, when they did that, too. So Daniel Bryan wasn't able to wrestle right away. 
So they, when he finally did come in, it's like, yeah, we knew this was coming. So they, well, they knew they weren't the most important gimmick tag match of that pay per view. Yeah, it's true. Unfortunately, um, yeah, that's, that's another reason why it should have been a one on one instead of a tag match. That's true. Um, maybe he, uh, maybe he wasn't in ring shape. Yeah, <laughs> he sucking down wind. Um, what, what else did Shane do? Shane was in like every Survivor Series SmackDown team. Like, fuck off. Like, make room for someone else on that team. Yeah. That's yeah. where one of the ones where Jericho had to slap him around a little bit because he was getting a little, working a little stiff. Maybe. I think so. Uh, but like, that's, that's stuff I mean. It's like he was put into some, the, when he won the, I don't give a shit about it, but the WWE Cup and. I thought that was fucking hilarious. It's hilarious and a, a total heel move, but like it's one of those things where like you built this up for weeks and weeks and weeks just to like queef it. Well, yeah, no one should. They shouldn't be building up anything that happens over there on TV. That should be like fucking Star Wars comic books <laughs> of WWE. SmackDown. No, fucking. I almost said Kuwait. Oh, uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um, yeah. Like it's not canon, nor should it be. I, I watched. I, I fast forward through the the most recent one, and Undertaker beat AJ Styles for a phallic trophy. With just a choke slam that wasn't even very good. It's just the old guy's always gonna go over there. Yeah, their reliance on nostalgia. Is killing them because there's not much nostalgia left. No, that well is—it's like fucking—they're tapping into oil reserves. There ain't much left. Right, <laughs> Edge coming back. Edge was great, but like Edge wasn't like fucking Hogan. No, exactly. Like he was. I more... mean, he was like literally fucking Hogan on TV, but he was tag champs with him. Yeah, yeah. They beat Chuck and Billy. We're fucking. It's true. <laughs> well, they're just going along with it. It was all Rico's master plan. Yeah, it was all just a publicity stunt. Much, much like Joe Exotic's run for governor. <laughs> so, well, um, I wonder what Rico would look like next to a big tiger. Did Rico end up dying? I know he got really sick. I heard that too. Uh, I don't know. This was many years ago, so he'd be dead right now. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's still alive. Good for Rico. Yeah. You know, he was like 190 when he was uh, in WWE. I know he was like older than everyone else, but. Yeah. 190. 190. That's pretty old. Yeah. For a human. Uh, Jake Roberts, what did you have on that? Oh, yeah. So thank you. I, I was like trying to think of like something else to talk about, but. We don't really have to. Now we're just kind of spitballing. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't care how long it goes. You don't either. Um, did you see his promo on this past week's dynamite so was this past week's the one i haven't watched yet i i I guess so the first or the second empty second i think i have not seen it yet so i won't tell you the i won't explain the contents to you but i popped for one line and uh he was speaking at a campfire that at a certain angle, they it looked like they tried to superimpose like flames in the front, so it looked like there he was speaking and there were flames in front of him, and to make him look evil. Yeah, it, the <laughs> flames did not look real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? 
Your, your throat getting dry? No. Mine mine gets very dry. Flamey. Oh, well, I hope I don't get the, the covered from you. Uh, I hope not, too. I'm the one. I'm bouncing around all the time. I'm still up until... Uh, if you hear this, I stopped working... Actually, I'm still working if you listen to this as soon as it comes out. All right. Wednesday, 6 to 5. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be done working in like three hours. Um, and, then I'm, and then I'm fucking Madden and wrestling. <laughs> super ghosts and goblins. Or super ghouls and ghosts. I, I got Game Pass on uh, Xbox. So, I've been playing like... I just installed Final Fantasy 15. And this is a weird fucking game. But... I have like Gears of War five, Fallout four, like I t- should, tons of games. To I play. should make sure I finish Final Fantasy in this. I still haven't finished it. Three, yeah, yeah. I just haven't touched it in two months, and then I could start seven. Seven's really good. Um, oh, uh, I I know what I was going to talk about too. I went to uh, get some wraps today at my store. It's the, it's the Bobby Valentine Emporium. <laughs> Good joke. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Bobby Valentine, you stink. You ruined the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went to the store to get some uh, blunt wraps, even though I don't do that stuff. Not anymore. Um, I haven't for a while now. No. And um, there were these two gentlemen there. One of them came in, uh, thick accent. The other guy was in there, and I could tell he was kind of a, the, a local dirtbag, towny guy. Um, so they're talking about how the economy needs to open up again. Because I don't care about all this. You know, they're fucking hicks in, in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, oh, there's some. And, and he's like, I don't care about this pandemic stuff. We need to open this country back up, get the economy going again. And this fucking guy goes, yeah, I mean, my business is fun enough. He's Bruno San Martino, apparently. <laughs> My business is fun enough. Ninety uh, percent, I can't keep going this much longer. And I'm just like listening to these two guys bitch and moan, not underst- like completely not understand the gravity of the situation at all. Um, just completely, it's way over their heads. And I'm sitting there. These two jackoffs are going back and forth. I can't even talk to the goddamn clerk because he can't hear me when I'm trying to say like, "Hey, can you give me two blue raspberries and a chocolate?" He can't even hear me when I say that. So I almost turned to him and I was like. Excuse me, what's your alma mater? Like, just to be a fucking asshole to him. I didn't do it, but I almost did. Like, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have known what you said. Exactly. He would have had no fucking clue. And I was just like, because they were just dopes. Like, saying, like, pretty, you could tell they were Trump guys. Just like being like, oh, we, fucking people I work with. We need to, to open up the economy and get things back going in this country again. I'm just like, yeah, we should do that. But we should fucking do it when it's fucking safe so we don't have, like, another pandemic. Absolute fucking morons! Like, I was I was ready to go off on them because I I've just had enough of these dumb fucks, but I didn't. And then I came outside and I was like, "What what's this guy's business? Like that he's all worried about Giovanni's veal." Oh, I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry you're having difficulty buying meth, local townie, and I'm sorry that you can't fucking peddle your your murdered baby cow meat." Like, uh, my heart just breaks for you people right now. Also, who specializes in veal? Giovanni. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I'm, a good cut of veal tastes good every once in a while. Yeah, but, I mean, like... I, I, I can't be like, 
my favorite. No. Whose favorite is Veal? What savage monster is a, like, choosing Veal every day? Like, <laughs> oh, Tuesday. You know what that means? It's just another Veal day. Look, I think we can all agree that Veal is delicious. However, I'm trying to make a point. I understand. <laughs> so, I'm trying to get more into the psychoses of this person. Well, he's a, a foreign guy who's, who has... <laughs> Operates a veal van. <laughs> That's psychosis, right? Yeah, that's him. Okay, I couldn't, I couldn't remember if that was if it was him or Hooventude. Uh, Hooventude says. <laughs> You're right. And then Ray Mysterious. <laughs> AEW made a new theme for him. It's similar, but not as good. For Dean Malenko? For Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko 2020. False finish. All right, let's talk about the Chris Benoit documentary we forgot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that is? That's seamless. <laughs> um, so, uh, what do you think? Probably not going to make as many Chris Benoit jokes for a little while. He was like real again. I like it when it was better when it was fake. Um, when it wasn't a real dude who murdered his real wife and his real kid. It's always been real for me. Uh, Benoit was my favorite wrestler. So, like, for me, I was, I re- I'll never forget where I was when I found out. It was Chikini texting me while I was teaching guitar. And I had a, a break between students. And uh, When you found out that he was dead or when you found out that he murdered his family? When he found out he was dead. Okay. When he found out he murdered his family the next day with everybody else. Um, and. Uh, well, actually, probably, I think, as Raw was going on, there was like, oh, he murdered this family. <laughs> um, so, before we finish your story, good on them, good on WWE for letting them include that. Yeah. Um, they, we talked about it briefly on yeah. this episode, how McMahon came out the next night in ECW and explained the situation, and they included that, too. Yeah. Um, the first half was more about Eddie and, like, sort of like the the lead up to like what happened where the second half was more about like, okay, this is the episode you want to hear about. Yes. Correct. And, uh, brutal. Like he need, like he broke his wife's back by like kneeing her in the back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, the brutality of the murder was the police picture with the knife under Daniel's bed. Yes. Oh boy. I think that was in case like a backup plan. Backup strat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Show your steel, Benoit. Like, just, you can tell what happened. Like, he killed his wife. Then was like, oh, fuck, she's dead. I, I'm, I killed her. I'm going to jail for the rest of my life. And then it was just like, like, fuck that. I'm not going to jail. Like, they'll never take me. And got, like, hammered. And then it was like... Yeah, the, the crushed Coors Light cans? Yes. Like, 
Um, and a half-drunken bottle of wine. I thought there was like a bunch of empty like shit around the house. Like, it was. But I just know that the bottle of wine was in the weight room. Yeah. Um, where it should be. So I, I think he got drunk, killed his wife, realized like the next day when he woke up, oh, fuck, I killed her when I was drunk last night. Started drinking again. Killed Daniel. That later that night, after he got wasted, he was just like, all right, um, I'm done. And then he was telling everyone, oh, yeah, uh, they're sick. Had to take them to the hospital. They have food poisoning. And then was like, all right, I could either turn myself in or like admit this and go to jail for the rest of my life, or I can kill myself now. And so he opted to kill himself. As he probably should have. Yeah. Um I mean, I'm not going to say Chris Benoit made a lot of right decisions that weekend. That's probably the best one. That was probably the, his best decision he made. Yeah, he probably should have done that first, but... Like, I feel super bad for David. Like, yeah. to deal with that, all that whole shit, and, like, WWE pretty much, like, wrote him off. Yeah, they seemed like, uh... They were the heels. Well, they're not really the heels. Chris Benoit was the heel. How the fuck do you handle that? I don't know. But, like, yeah, it's, like, you'd think that, like, this company that, like, employed their dad, his dad would, like, be there for him and just be like, hey, whatever you need, like, we understand this, you had nothing to do with it, but, like. But he looks like him. You know that's, you know that's what he was, Vince was thinking. Like, ah, I can't deal with it, he looks too much like him. He's got the fucking, the Benoit bags. He's got the deep eyes, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, like, yeah, the poor kid, like. Oh yeah, it, he, he's 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 an innocent human being at all this. And, and yeah, I think off. the 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 real point of that documentary is his other kid got fucked. Yes, like that just sucks. And so uh, I think Jericho is trying to like help him out and stuff. Like I know he's got a like a job. Yeah, stupid Jericho making me like him again. Yeah, behind he, the scenes, Jericho seems like a very good person. <laughs> He like does like he annoys me. <laughs> I have a very love hate. Fuck really. you, Jericho, for uniting this kid whose father did something horrible with his mother's sister or his stepmother's sister, and he, allowing them to grieve together. His real life Chris Jericho plays both sides. Yeah, where he does like. Douchebag things, but he's also a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even, like, he can't do things that I think are really cool right to me. Like, wow, he's in a metal band, and he's, like, a, like the best wrestler ever. Like, ah, but this metal band is fozzy. <laughs> <laughs> and he got that shit over, too. Ugh, I hate that Fozzie is a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, people singing his entrance, I'm just like... You get that this song isn't good. Like you get this is Nickelback, right? <laughs> well, I think that that was the joke at first. I think everyone worked themselves into a shoot. I think is what happened with with uh, Judas. I think I worked myself into that shoot too. I will listen to it if it comes on. I don't. I. Ugh. <laughs> Do you know how many times I had to listen to that song to like write it out and stuff so we could make a terrible fucking version of it? How many terrible versions? Probably like seven or eight times. 
Yeah, that is pretty. And that, yeah, that's right. We I made a bunch of different versions. Yeah, of it, just to, like torture myself every time I was doing it. The clean version was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know the show. This is Judas. Brutus. I be caught. I be caught. I be caught. Yeah. I be strong. I be strong. I be strong. Yeah. I'm 
Bob 